Okay, we are on the air. Let's get it started, y'all. You're tuned in to KEPW LP 97.3 FM in Eugene, Oregon. PeaceWorks Independent Community Radio, also streaming online at KEPW.org. Now we gathered here on the universe at this time, this particular time, to listen to the 36 black notes of the piano. There's 36 black notes and 52 white notes. We don't mean to eliminate nothing, but we're gonna just hear the black notes at this time, if you don't mind. You're listening to Black Girl from Eugene with Aisha. Eugene, it's your black girl from Eugene, Aisha, and I'm here with my guest, Amelia. Good morning, Aisha. Good morning. <laughs> we are uh, going to talk about being Lyft drivers and female Lyft drivers at that and in Eugene. And we just got some things to say. We got some antidotes. We got some, um, oh, my brother says yes. We've got some uh, stories to do and stories to tell. And I just got a text message from my brother who I'm go- who is a Lyft driver in Santa Monica. No, what, I keep saying Barbara. Santa Monica. Santa Barbara, California. <laughs> <laughs> and I just like on the top of my head said, hey, you want to be on the show and he was like yeah let's do it so I'm going to see if I can do this while I'm talking to you guys and see what happens this should be interesting Um, I don't even know if we can do this (laughs) so let's figure this part out but anyway all right. right. (laughs) we're about to get crazy in here okay so we are both Lyft drivers how long have you been did we start Lyft driving we did I think we're a month apart so Lyft came into Eugene well ride shares in general I don't want to say permanently but most recently came into Eugene last September. So it's been here a year. A little over a year. Yeah. Um, I. When did you start? You started in September? I started in October. I did too. So you must... Did we do it together? I think, no. Cause it we, was, were we were a couple of weeks apart, if okay. anything. Yeah. Yeah. So we started around the same time because we went through the whole season. Yeah. Football season, all that good stuff. Yes. The, the football yes. season. Ah, the cup runneth over. Oh. <laughs> so um, oh, let's man. first start by saying that uh, it actually came in uh it lift came to eugene just that year ago it just started in september it was not here before no we're like the 90s we're we're like 20 to 30 years behind everybody else yes um and so yeah here we are (laughs) here we are so since then it's been a year i actually left uh eugene in january and was gone all the way up until august of this year and so really january that you left i left like the next i left work december 31st and left like on the third I left town. I left the whole yeah. state. Yeah. And okay. so, um, yeah, and so I didn't come back to August. So you had that whole year to do all that. And then I here I come, you know, later back. on, back in the fall. Um, so I'm so glad you're back. I'm glad to be back, kind of. We'll talk about that later. But anyway, so, <laughs> we're, so we're here. And um, so I thought it was interesting because Lyft driving is uh, it's become a thing. It's become, like... Now, since I've been gone and you've been driving, the the number of drivers have, like, quadrupled. Oh. And um, I don't know what you say. I think the behavior has changed a little bit, too. It was a little bit... People were a little... Not apprehensive about it, because they were like, well, God, 
because when you drive the university students, they're all from California, so they're totally used to. These are all generalizations, but it's true. Yes. And yes, they everybody uses it. So most of the, when we started, most of everybody who used it was a student, college student, so really young crowd. And it's now starting to pick up and take off within the community in itself. Um, so now you have a, a mixed bag of Right yeah, yeah. Writers. And so what I find, like, I noticed before when I was here before, <clears throat> I noticed that there was a lot of people who, um, I got better tips last year. Really? <laughs> I did. I think I got, and I got, like, people who, okay, if it wasn't the university crowd and it was, like, the city crowd, people were like, oh, this is my first time. And it was, like, really nice conversation. And it mm-hmm. was really good. Um, and now I notice that the rides I get are, they're like way more comfortable. Like almost too damn comfortable in my car. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yes. they're like really, really comfortable. And so, and I think the formality is kind of, and this is all generalizations and this is all our personal experiences. Yes. I want to put that out there. Um, so, oh, my mom says hi. Hi, mom. <laughs> and Jane. Hi, Jane. <laughs> yeah. So, um, we are, yeah, so anyway, um, driving lift. I generally drive in the daytime and up until midnight-ish. And here, dark mistress of the night, <laughs> you, you drive, what are the hours? So uh, anywhere from like 7 or 8 p.m. to 3 a.m. The longest I've gone is 7 in the morning, 8 in the morning. Girl, are you On a serious? Good night. Oh, yeah. No, last year, so last year was... It was a bit of magic, and we should talk about your big unicorn. Oh, yeah, I will talk about my unicorn. So, yeah, last year was wonderful. We started at a really nice time because there weren't a ton of drivers, and not, not a lot of people knew about it. Yeah. Um, and so we jumped on that bandwagon pretty early on, and so we were raking it in October. I made just part-time. Char- like, like two, three hours. We, we were working even... 40 hours a week, so let's be clear about that. And yeah. so this was just like maybe an hour or two after work, if that – and then primarily working on the weekends. Yeah. I raked in over $1,400 in October alone. Just alone. alone, yeah. Yeah, no, last year was the honeypot, oh. man. And that was just a couple hours. Like, m- mind you, we were working full-time, like she was saying. So that's just a few hours a day. And we were killing it like that, if like that. easily. And sometimes yeah. just working on the weekends. Yes. You still rake it in. You could yeah. have $500 weekends easy. So how did it start for you after, like in January, like when I left and the, and the students... <sighs> Like March ish when they're starting to like die down a little bit. How how slow did it get? It well October was like you know yeah that was our golden that was month. the golden and month and so um, there were multiple factors with the golden pieces that we have in Eugene. We have a football team here that's pretty popular yeah. with our university, and so that brings in a lot of people. And then the football. The students, Halloween, that's a pretty big party time, yeah. and it's getting cold, and so people are just, like, it's just, it's a nice little thing. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, what was your question? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> How did no. it, oh, after January. Yeah. So, I would say um, the holidays, it, it went down a bit, mm-hmm. um, and then in January, it was hit and miss, but it, it definitely didn't pick back up. Like, it died down, and then the summer was painful. Right. Painful. Like, I would sit out there and... Because the thing is, is you're not guaranteed anything. You just hope that you get a ride. Yeah. And usually, you can make enough to where you average on minimum. When last Mm -hmm. fall, we were averaging 20 plus dollars an hour. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, a bad night was like $7 an hour and we'd call it and go home. And so over the summer, there were, there was one day I actually called them. I was like, is the app broken? Because I sat for three hours <laughs> without nothing? a ride. Wow. Three hours. That is crazy. And normally I wouldn't do that. But when you are trying to, you know, get money, the only thing you can do is keep your app on and hope you get a yeah. ride. So you kind Jeez, of I might have to think of it. a side hustle because I'm not working full time anymore. And not, not that Lyft is my, my money maker, but it is something that definitely... Helps. It helps. It, it helps cushion, you know, and yep. get you through. So, okay, so we were talking about, besides working just the basic app and, like, driving, we were talking about the people we pick up, how we feel about some of the things that, that goes etiquette. down. Etiquette. <laughs> the etiquette. Okay, um, what we would appreciate, what we don't like. Um, I am going to call my brother, who is a Lyft driver in Santa Barbara, and he said he was down to do it. I don't, I've never done this live and called in the middle of the show, and I'm hoping I have everything set up so that he can be heard. So it may take a second, but I'm going to try to do that in a minute. But I kind of want to pull him in in a little bit. Um, uh, So I want to first talk about some of the things that, that had gone in, in my car that I have been so I was we were talking you know pre-show and we were talking about like what we wanted to kind of cover in this episode and I was talking about how I felt like it was kind of weird because I was thinking about how I felt about um about men getting in my car at night oh, yeah. and women getting in my car at night um and I, I, it was interesting because we are strictly Lyft drivers. We do not drive for Uber uh, for several different reasons. I don't drive for Uber. Um, so uh, It's political for me. It's political for me. I don't like that they don't do background checks because not they only... They don't? No, they don't. Okay, Lyft makes us do a city background check and a Lyft background. So we have two background checks for drivers. For drivers, right. Not for passengers. Yeah, well, there we go. <laughs> so... Um, so yeah, so I don't, and then of course Uber, like I said, they they support folks I can't get behind, so I'm not gonna. Well, and their antics early on, early on, savory, and it's cone Lyft is co-owned by a woman. Right? Oh, really? Yes, it is. And I didn't realize that. Okay, so um, I well, so we have reasons why we, we have don't reasons. double up, you know, and there's a lot of people in the city that double up, and we're not talking about you guys, do you think? Like ninety percent of. What I've found, though, is that people double up. So we're special. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know. 90% that's high. I made that statistic. Okay. Up. But most everybody that I've talked to... It's a lot. ...says <laughs> they do one or the other. And a lot of people rely on this income. And that's something that... Yeah. I would see if they were trying to rely on the income that it would double up. That would make sense. Yeah. I just... Because of what Uber, who Uber, I can't. It does, there's I not, can't either. I'd rather be hungry, honestly. But that's just me. So, um, yeah, we'll leave that alone. But anyway, <laughs> so, so, uh, so I was realizing that when I drive during the daytime, I get, you know, moms and, and people who can't drive for whatever reasons, and it's like no big deal, it's the conversations. It's at night when the freaks come out. <laughs> the freaks come out at night. <laughs> So we get to have that conversation, and it's super funny. I realize as um, I'm watching Facebook way too much, and I'm like looking at the news that I have I'm uncomfortable with men in my car. Really? At night? Yeah, I really am. A lot of the car, a lot of the people who we pick up um, from the UVO are those frat boys that are like way too on the news for me, and I don't know. They see my face, so I'm always thinking black girl, right? So they they see my face when you have the app. You can see who your driver is. I can't see all the time who my passenger is, though, That's not which I think they should require. Yeah, I agree. And they a, should require. Like what we have, because we have to have, it has to be 
a close-up of your face that has to be descriptive. Yeah, yeah. Whereas passengers, you may know all of this, but we're going to tell you anyway. So as passenger, you don't have to put anything. And you can put a fake name. I had somebody, their name was like Liquid or something. Uh, you're like, your name is super not Liquid. <laughs> so it's anyway, Steve. so it's kind of one-sided in that way, right? Yes. We're hoping that they're cool people. We're hoping that it's all good. But they don't have to have background checks. They don't like... No. So we're letting people in. Mom, don't worry. It's just, it really is okay. <laughs> it, it is. It's not that... <laughs> we did not think about this ahead of time. So, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, we're making it sound real scary and sketch. But, so, it's not. It's not. So, when I go, because the majority of the people who you're riding with are okay people. But, at nighttime, I have an uncomfortability of being a female driver, and I have a car full of rowdy, drunk dudes. I don't always yeah, feel awesome. Yeah, it's all. I've I've actually had a man try to kiss me. Like he was in the back seat and by himself, and I was I would have totally taken him out. He has no idea. But um, he was like, you know, can I just get a kiss? I just I'm gonna be so lonely tonight. Can I just give me a kiss? I'm like, no, dude. Super drunk. Like the bartenders bought got the lift for him and put him in my car, which is another no no. Like if you can't if you sit up by function. Please don't do not do that. Like, let them... Don't let, put it on us. Don't put it on us. Because I, he, that night, he could have very well been kicked out in the middle of the road. Okay? I was not going to kick him out. I knew he was drunk. I could handle myself. But that's a safety concern. What if it had gone farther than that? Exactly. But I... And who knows? I knew my limit. But another woman may have been very, like, taken... I don't know if he would have done anything. I'm not going to say that. But, well, like, I was able... Yeah. level there that he could be joyful and the minute you're like, nope. Yeah. That could change and he could be yes. the Hulk in a very bad, bad way. And I think that because of our background, we work with a, a group where we have worked with a group of... We're trauma-informed. We know stuff. We're smart. Yeah. We're aware. Right. We're trauma-informed. We exactly. We do know how to handle ourselves in those yeah. types of situations. We're actually highly places. skilled in that. We did it. At, we are. Yeah. So that is another perk for us. Not for every driver, though. No. I, I wonder how many other drivers are actually like... Well, now they're making us take a safety course. They are. That's on sexual harassment. Yeah, that starts, what, next week or this month or I something? don't know. I, it popped up and it's like, take it. And I... There's nothing exists. So I guess it doesn't start until later. <laughs> yeah, I gave a date. I can't remember the date. Oh, but, and I don't okay. know if Uber's doing that, but Lyft is doing that. So um, so anyway, so that good. one ride was was kind of funky and he I had to let him out and um he couldn't even like turn the app off he didn't even know how to do it so he like gave me his phone I had to like turn like say yes I've been dropped off and blah 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 I gave him his phone back kicked him out the car <laughs> and then it was it was good right so have you had any funky uh I have. my thing is I once people get to a point of being inebriated you're braver than I am because once I see them like I had a guy who his eyes were glassed over and he's wobbling over to my car and I locked my doors and I canceled the ride and I'm like nope I don't die I I don't feel like I had a choice that's what was made made me mad because I didn't know who was taking the lift I drove up to the bar because, I mean, we pick up people from bars all the time. And they just and get was, in your car and all of a sudden you're it like, It was the bartenders who went and got him. I saw two normal people. And they said, hold on just a second. See, don't they, do that. That's deceptive for us, too. Yes. That's an unsafe situation. They, don't do that. They did. They said, hold on just a second. <laughs> they went and got the dude. And then I thought, I didn't know they were bartenders. I thought they were all getting in the car. Sure. And they just dumped this half like broken person into my car and then they leave do that yeah it was funky I was like you guys are not riding like oh no he's been overserved. we need to get him home and I'm like what 
you're the bartenders, right? And so, anyway, so yeah, okay, I felt... Okay, that's, that's, yeah, that's not okay. That's not okay at but all. I, but I'm still not as... I don't think I... I need to do what you do. Because the other day I told you about the guy who I thought peed in my car. Like, you guys, we're telling horror stories. We're going to tell some good ones, too. So, That's some really wonderful ones. <laughs> That's some really wonderful ones. Um, but yeah, I thought this guy had peed in my car. He didn't. He just smelled really bad. But I should have canceled the ride because when I picked him up, he was sitting on the curb. And then when he got up to get in my car, he was pulling his pants up. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. Like, how do I get out of this? <laughs> how do I go? Ah! And I couldn't. And I guess I could have, but I didn't. And so he got in my car and I was talking to him. And I was like, um, okay, thank God, his trip was very short. So I got, and then he got out of my car, and he was just really drunk, but he was really nice. He was, like, the nicest guy ever, and he was, like, talking, and he was really super sweet. And I almost thought, well, maybe there's some mental health situations going on. There wasn't. He was just really drunk. (laughs) So he wasn't even sure where he had asked me to drop him off on the app, and I just, I was like, dude, I can't go driving around the city with you. I super can't. Like, you're gonna have to get out here. get out yeah and he got out and he tipped me like 10 bucks that's nice i wonder if he meant a dollar <laughs> whatever it was 10 on your end i was fine with me so let's start with two um i'm gonna jump back here please they don't give you any real instructions when you start as a driver there's a couple videos and you can google like how to be a lift driver but nobody ever gives you real instructions Mm-mm. on how to do it nope. and there's unless they've changed it there was nothing to really explain to us how to exit a ride, cancel a ride, yeah. which will come in handy in uh, kind of what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, you're kind of on your own and you figure it out. And we started at the same time, which was nice because we yeah. would call and check in with each other yeah. when we started and we would, you know, be like, hey, are you on? Are you okay? Are you good? And we'd meet up every once in a while, which was fun. Which is fun. We need to do that again. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they, yeah, they don't give you really any instructions, so you got to figure it out for yourself. Well, the, the canceling and the exiting, if at any time you can opt out of a ride. So if your spidey senses are like, nope, and I've had quite a few of those, yeah. or one that comes to mind is um, you have five minutes. The timer to, From the time you accept the ride to get into the car. Yes. Yeah. So when I say I'm there, you have five minutes to get there, which a little grace period, great. And then if, you know, you don't show up, then we give you a call and like, hey, what's going on? Or we might do it within that five minutes if we're knowing there's nobody around. Um, and so, uh, one, <laughs> it's a well-known area where a lot of college kids live. And um, I'm sitting there waiting. I'm not seeing anybody. And I call, and it takes a while for them to answer. And they're like, oh, yeah, sorry, we'll be done in a minute. Great. Dude sounds together. Maybe he's just rushing, whatever. Mm-hmm. Two guys are carrying this girl who cannot walk. Cannot walk. Are you serious? She's barely, like, she's like a freaking waffle. Like, she is... Oh, my God. I don't know why I said waffle, but... She's limp. Just <laughs> she's picture limp. that. And so these guys are carrying her, and I said, oh, nope. And I canceled the ride, and I locked the doors, and I drove off. Because I'm not trying to... That's, like, putting that on me. Like, I don't know her... F- no. Nope. Girl, nope. Oh if my you're going to just throw... That's like the bartenders. Don't throw somebody that, that is like that gone into a cab and just See, okay, so what you just striked, what you just struck in me was the, the... I'm always the one who's trying to do too much with helping people. I would have felt like I had to get her to where... But then it's like, what just happened here? Like, why is she like that? Why is she with you guys? What is going on? And then all of a sudden you're involved. And then at the same time, I think to myself, you drove off. So, like, what happened to her? Like, what, you know? So, then yeah. it's like, then it's, <laughs> like, 
Yeah. But then it puts that's that nice. it puts that on us though. You know, I mean like I'm not willing to take that responsibility. I do No, that. you're smart. You're I'm absolutely smart. I would have been like that's but it's sad that's because horrible. you have these young kids that are just like, all right, not my problem. And it, it I think, sadly happens far too What often. are you thinking, people? That, I'm sorry. This is somebody's car. This is like, this is not a business oh, yeah. situation. Okay. This is just our vehicle. And we're just normal people driving you around for rides. That's how I look at it. When I look yep. at nighttime, I look at like I'm giving young kids or people who drink like rides they don't have to drive like I'm happy to do that and then I get paid so it's on top of it right I'm not thinking of it like I'm a taxi cab I'm not thinking of it like I'm some extra employee for the city at all like I'm literally making a couple bucks off of giving people rides and I don't do it very long and I don't do it I'm gonna make sure you have the most comfortable safe warm ride to get from point A to point B if you want to talk, I'm down. Let's do it. Yeah. If you don't want to, cool. I'll give you some space. Definitely have had some counseling sessions in the car. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but that respect piece of it is your vehicle. And there's a lot of folks that slam doors and have these high expectations. We were talking about this right mm-hmm. before. Um, I, last night, had a bunch of ahs, A-Hs. Ah. Ahs. And uh, just completely entitled, turn on the heat. Where's your please? Can you please turn on the heat? I'd be happy to. Yeah. Thank you. Do you mind turning on the heat? You know what I mean? Like, is it the house? Yeah. Or yelling, hey, at your driver. Don't do that. Right. We have names and we're right here. (laughs) You know what? I have a small, really kind of ridiculous pet peeve. Tell me. I don't like them when they sit in the front seat with me. No? I don't. And I don't like them when they sit directly behind me. Uh, yeah, that's kind of... I actually know, like, lean forward when they're behind me. Do you? Yes, because I'm scared of people <laughs> that are going to like try to choke me out or something. Okay, so let's talk about the worst, worst, worst. Have you had like the worst, worst, worst scenarios where you've had like, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm actually like, at any minute I need to be on? No, well, that one drunk guy who was trying to kiss me, I just thought I'm going to just take him out with my elbow. He has no idea that I would just judo his butt to the ground. Like, he has no idea. And I was ready to do that. Like, I was ready to take him out. But I didn't feel like I would have to, but I was ready to. Um, I've had rides that were super uncomfortable where the guy was just like, and it's generally guys, that was just like... um, I don't know if he... I always first... I always go to racism. It's the first... Because I don't understand why you're being mean. Other, uh, or, like, that's the first thing I go to. It's like, oh, you don't I'm like sorry. me. I'm sorry. I'm not, but I'm sorry. That's not... It's just the first thing, because it, it makes sense to me. It's like, oh, okay, he's this. But this guy, he was an Asian dude, and he was just, like... The, the energy from him was awful. I could not get him to his hotel room fast enough. I was like, I could run red lights if I... I mean, if I could. But, I mean, because I just wanted him out of my car, and he was saying nothing. It was like he was saying the very smallest amounts of words that he possibly could say, but in like the rudest way. You know what I mean? And just like just creeping you out. Like just the the like I hate you vibe was coming from that like sir like you're my servant. Shh, don't talk to me type of vibe was coming from him, and I was just like, you can get out of my car. Yeah, and so he he was out. Um, I've had some girls who were. Um, the girls are usually the brats, or they're just like, I've had, a, like, I can Entitled. fit four people into my car, right? And I've had the drunk girls come in with, like, eight girls and be like, please, 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 let's let me get eight girls in the car. I cannot fit, even if I wanted to break the rules with you, I couldn't fit eight people into my car, period. <laughs> but then they're, like, screaming at me about not being able to double up in my car. And I'm like, look, 
I can take four of you, and if you want to try another lift, then they can take the other four. I'm not taking eight. I can even squeeze in five. And Temper tantrums aren't cute. No! Especially and, as an adult. Especially as an adult. And they're, you know, it's like 30 degrees outside. They're half naked. It's, you know, they're outside with their girlfriends doing whatever they're doing. And they're like, it, it becomes this desperate measure of like, how can you like not let me in this car? This car. No, my car. Like, you know, my license, my insurance my responsibility i'm not putting eight people in my car you know what i mean and so that that is the kind of the conversation the mean one so i haven't had really like super bad which is bad behavior Good. okay you know yeah. i would say that's pretty fair and same same, same. i've you know i've had a couple where the guys it, it's guys yeah the girls are usually annoying and rude uh, if that is worst case scenario, and it's exactly what you said, yeah. there's this entitlement there, and like you're their servant, and it's like no. Yeah. So I did have this one the unicorn ride. Like I feel like we're like ragging on these people. Like we got let's go positive. So uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna have my brother come on in just a second too, and so talk about his experience if he if he has different things with guys versus girls, you know that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and. I want to say the guys, for me, the uncomfortability part is just that I am the only girl in the car. And I'm usually the little, small person in the car. And I've, I've had, um, I do feel differently with, with their, I have biases towards white frat guys. I have biases towards, you know, if there's more than two older men or younger guys. Like I have, I've had wonderful, and I've, I'm recognizing my bias because I, I'm there already going, I need to watch out because I have a car full of frat dudes you know what i'm saying or if i have a car full of black dudes i'm like oh i'm feel like i'm fine like you know what i'm saying like i so it's like i have these different biases so i know that um so i don't i talk to everyone just the same i'm engaging with everyone just the same whether or not they say something to me lets me know and Mm -hmm. always you gotta use your gut you always gotta use your intuition um but i had this one ride the the unicorn ride yeah i had a ride um it was a football game at austin stadium and uh, it was midnight and it was the last ride. I was so tired. <laughs> and I was like, okay, this is my last ride. I'm just going to push it. One more ride. This was last October, this wasn't was, it? Yeah, it was last October. And I um, I looked at the address and I said, oh, I'm sorry. When they got in the car, I said, I'm sorry. I think you put it in wrong. This says Portland. <laughs> Portland. This is two. Portland two is two and a half hours away. Two hours, two whatever, how long? And Oh, two hours. And they're like, oh, no. And then she t- tried to demean me, going, no, no, boo-boo. She called me boo-boo, which I hated. Oh, no, boo-boo. I meant Portland. And I was like, you know, closing my eyes, like, Portland? I cannot go to Portland tonight. Oh, no, boo-boo, don't worry. You're going to get paid. I'm going to pay you. I'm going to pay you really well. And I'm like, oh, you can't pay me enough. <laughs> <It's midnight. laughs> to want you out of my car, boo-boo. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so I so I go I'm like I have to stop and get gas I have to do this after that I'm like now I'm indignant right <laughs> I'm like I'm irritated so normally I didn't realize okay normally a ride on like that would cost about 125 bucks which is not worth my time for me to two hours there two hours back yeah the two hours back you don't get paid for so I was and like you're not gonna get a ride like, you're, you're the not, likelihood of that happening is another unicorn it's another unicorn doing a ride back from Portland to Eugene mm-hmm. so I um I was didn't know how to cancel a ride at that point because I was new to it so I was like okay fine I will go and so I got in the car I mean I was driving it down and I realized about halfway there that I was in double bonus <laughs> which means that the, the percentage not bonuses it was a percentage then but it's the surge rates it's surge rates so at that Percentage. point I was at 200 percent 
So was it two? Yes. No, it was higher than that. It was, was 300. It, was it, it 300? Was, it okay. Was 300. It had to have been 300. Yep. Cause, okay, so it's 300%. So this ride, <laughs> I was paid like almost 500 and over $500 to take this person. <laughs> <laughs> two and a half hours. For two and a half hours. But okay, to be fair, you had to drive back, so that's the next day. Though I spent the night at my son's house. You did. Which I got was to awesome. see my son. <laughs> but that does not happen. That almost five hundred dollars in a matter of a couple hours. It was over five hundred. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was just for a couple. hours. So then I wasn't pissed anymore. <laughs> <laughs> then I was fine. All right, boo boo. <laughs> okay, boo boo. You got it. I got you, girl. <laughs> And so that has not happened again. I think that, um, what's your unicorn tip? What's the highest tip you've ever gotten? $100 bill. Shh. Shut up. Yes! You have a $100 bill tip? <gasps> yes. So, what? Yes. I am instantly mad. <laughs> no, I'm happy for you. Okay, go ahead, tell me. I've gotten, so $20 tip, that's like phenomenal. Cash tips to begin with are yeah. always so generous. And Great. I don't rely on tips. Mm-hmm. I don't because people always tell you, oh, I'll tip you, I'll tip you. And they most of the time don't. Two thirds don't. Yeah. So please don't. Don't say that. Just don't say it ever. Yeah. You don't have to s- promise me anything. I'm right. still getting paid. I'm still going to take you where you right. want. Right. You're True. not going to get anything less from me. Like, let's just. You're be getting real a ride. Really about it. Um. So I've gotten a couple twenty dollar bills here and there, and that's just like wow. I love twenties. So <laughs> that's what I get. I picked up these two women, and they're you know our age maybe older so i'm gonna say 40s don't know if that's right but we're gonna say 40s uh picked up these two women downtown uh it's maybe one midnight one maybe 11 whatever and there's this guy with them and the two ladies are looking fabulous and um they're like hey can we stop somewhere real quick so we stop somewhere on our way to a strip club and um the guy runs up comes back in they're in the car and they're eating they opened up these chocolates and they're eating them. And as they're consuming them, they're like, do you mind if we eat our mushroom chocolates in your car? <laughs> and I'm like, well, you just did, so I guess I don't really have much of a say. So please don't bring drugs into our cars. <laughs> Open bottles, that happens a lot. They're our our laws are the same. <laughs> we will all go to jail. There's not special lift laws that <laughs> no. you get to be like a limo you can party no. in. It's a normal car with Laws. We will so all go to jail. Please don't do those things. All of us. <laughs> Not willing to do that for three seventy five. Not at all. So anyway, um, super nice, and we're driving along, and uh, we get to their stop. It was maybe a 10, 15 minute ride, if that. And um, they're like, "We'll tip you. We'll tip you good." And I hear that a lot, and I just really pay no mind to it. And so um, we get there, drop them off, and in the back seat, one of the women just sort of hands me like I could see that she had put a bill here, and I figured maybe a five On your shoulder. or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and so I go to grab it, and I say thank you, and I look, and it's a hundred dollar bill, and I almost <laughs> teared up, and I'm like, I'm gonna cry. And she's <laughs> like, No, honey, just have a really good night. And I was like, Ah, oh, I am so okay. mad at that. I want that to happen to me. Like, I took I'm it to the bank right now. No. I took it to the bank, and I was like, Will you, will you just check this for to me? Make sure it's real. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Girl, that's why I'm so naive. I'm like, oh. You were like, let me check this if this is right. Okay, so I'm going to take a minute, you guys. Um, and you can say whatever you want, Amelia. <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> okay. I'm going to call Ian real quick and see if we so, can, how this works. We talked a lot about the bad. And there really is a lot of good. 90% of the time. I'm just making statistics up because they're fun. And they're probably real for someone. Uh, but most everybody is really grateful. And they even say, thank you so much for picking me up. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, you, you are paying. Hello. Me. Hey, hey. Um, 
Let me see if I can get you on air. Uh, I was gonna say, I was like, "Am I on the it's air?" Nice. I need to know. People are really nice, and they really do just want a warm, safe ride. And usually, the conversation's flowing, and it's really wonderful. And that's part of why I love doing it. Okay, I think I'm wondering. Okay, go ahead and talk. Me? Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of wondering if I'm gonna be able. For some reason, it's not doing it. Where it's not coming through the mic again. Can I'm, you ask one of the people in the land? I know. I'm trying to see. Um, so. I can't believe you're available for us to like pick you up right now. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got me at a, at a nice little moment. Okay, so I'm thinking. I'm just gonna hold him. Hi, up. hi. I have my friend Amelia with us. Say hi. Hi, Amelia. Hello. Tell me your name again. Ian. Ian. Hello, Ian. Yeah, she's the one who you were cracking up about when she was like, "I like boobies." <laughs> <laughs> I was very honest. I was very honest. I appreciated that. I wonder. It got a laugh for sure. <laughs> it, was, it was the best. It was the absolute best. Okay. Um. So we're talking about Lyft driving, and I, I, right when I sat here with Amelia, I was like, oh wait, Ian is a Lyft driver. Like, why didn't I include him in this conversation? So we've been talking about like, um, just etiquette, and we talked about um, the thing, like crazy stories that we have. We call them like unicorns. That one time I got that like five hundred dollar ride up to Portland. Um, we were just talking about how certain dry, certain passengers kind of make us uncomfortable. Certain ones don't. Um, I have a bias towards frat guys, so I'm uncomfortable when they're in the room with me or in my car with me. Well, you're also like four against one, and that feels. It does. It feels uncomfortable. Yeah. So, um, so there's that. So we were just talking about, and we were saying that we are talking about a lot of the bad parts of yeah. being a Lyft driver, but there are good parts about it. We so keep it, doing it, so that's yeah. Like we're that. here a year later. So you've been driving the same amount of time, right? Me? Yeah. About a year. Oh, you gotta let's 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 back up. I was <laughs> the one that got that like told you you should be a Lyft driver. I've I know been he's the one for, who. For, for a while and then I was like you should be a Lyft driver it's good like the side hustle I've been doing this for like kind of a while now I'm not even like that proud of it but I definitely <laughs> but I definitely like it as far as like it's like a legit side hustle it's very flexible and um, and I and you 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 meet a lot of people you have a lot of really interesting conversations like you, you've been talking about you your know? brother's so articulate yeah he is he's okay. super good he's <laughs> good <laughs> he's good oh no so it's true. That is the, those. Are, he just laid down the perks of it. You do yeah. meet a lot of cool people. Like I do meet very interesting. And in the line of work that we do, for me, it was a complete one eighty because we yeah. actually had those positive, happy interactions where you're with people that are not in crisis, that are actually going out to have fun, and you have yeah. these lighthearted conversations. So that was a plus. So yes. Yeah. So wait a minute. How long have you been driving Lyft? Uh, I want to say like year and. Like almost two years, probably. Oh, uh, okay. See, because yeah. Lyft wasn't even in Eugene until last yeah. October, and he was the one who put me. He referred me on. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So it just happened to work out at the same. That was good. But okay. So do you, tell, do you have any unicorn stories? Uh, you know, I don't have any like. I mean, money. Like, like you had that five hundred dollar thing. I never had anything like that. The one of the very first ones I did was me. So Santa Barbara is about. Uh, I, I don't know, maybe. 75 miles away from LA and one of the first ones I got was driving to LA and I was just like not stoked <laughs> and, and, and uh, she was it was like an 18 year old girl she was obviously hungover 
and I was I didn't know if I could say no, and I did not want to do it, but yeah. I did it, and then we got stuck in traffic, and I was and she just sat in the back and smelled like booze and didn't talk, and I was just like, oh man, this is super not awkward and not fun. I didn't know if I could get rides coming back, and so then I just drove back, and so it's kind of not worth it. So that's not that's not I don't have any when I think of like good unicorn stories, um, not not. Not exactly. I just had a lot of really interesting conversations. There's a there's a guy that I pick up kind of often, and I am I have never asked him, but we always talk about movies. And I am pretty sure he's like one of the main voiceover guys for films. So if you like hear like coming in July, it's like that's he's that dude. Yeah. So, oh my god. And, and, and so it's it's really fun to talk to him about movies and, and, and stuff. So. I would think yeah. that because of where you are, you haven't had any famous people in your car. Uh no, I mean I've told you I've met some famous people just because of living around here, but I yeah. but not but not in my not in my car. Oh, you know I did be uh, I like had the guitarist for gosh what was it, it was some some band I can't remember that was is really really popular. He's uh, like some band. It was like you know the Wu Tang. <laughs> so I'm like what? The, what the, you know whatever. It was like Hootie you know, like, Blowfish. I don't remember. Like, you know, like, what? I don't remember. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't something that I, I don't even think it's something that you would care about either. Yeah. It's just something and or or me, but like you know, if you were like a 65 year old white dude, you would be like, oh my god, you were the, the guitarist from like John Cougar Milliken. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Oh my god, it's Jenny! Like, <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. That is hilarious. If it is the voiceover guy, you should get him to do your voicemail. Oh yes, how I t- you should you should totally talk to the dude, the voiceover dude, and be like, would you do my voicemail? <laughs> well, I don't know, you know, because like I think you know, you can always kind of tell. I don't know if you've had this experience where where if someone is kind of i mean eugene yeah i don't know if there's any famous people in eugene but you can kind of tell when people are protective of their private lives you know so maybe they're chatty but then if you ask them a personal question they'll get awkward yeah 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 yeah. You i know? totally know what you mean and by then, that and, and he's kind of like that so we just stick to talking about movies and he's just very and he has a very particular voice and it sounds and, and he yeah and he's always dressed really really nice and and like I, I just and i pick him up i go down this long really long driveway to pick him up and um yeah, All so the clues are there. This dude is famous. Exactly. <laughs> All the clues. Oh. No, I, you, you, I, we just put you on after the fact that we were talking about yet a second unicorn that Amelia had, and she was tipped $100 um, at one point. How long was that ride that you got tipped 100 bucks? It was like 15 minutes, but they ate mushrooms in my car. Like 15 minutes? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, they asked after the fact. It was like... Could you? Could we do mushrooms in your car? Yeah. We were talking about the fact that you know these are our vehicles and like the things that you do. We will it's all not, go to jail. Yeah, it's <laughs> not a magical yeah. world where nothing. Yeah, you don't get in trouble for anything. That you don't get in trouble for what you do in the back of our cars. You know? <laughs> I did. Have- so I, I have a good. I have a good one actually. So all my it's funny. All my stories are not. They're not good, but I have a story like this. <laughs> <laughs> that, um, and I actually also have a question for both of you that I've thought about a lot. But but the other day, this kid got into my car. And he was, um, he just looked a, looked a little bit sketchy, but, you know, sometimes, you know, there's a college over here, and, like, you don't, you, uh, you don't like frat dudes. I don't like to pick up the college kids a lot of the time, because they're just super hammered most of the time. Yeah. And, and so, he, this kid got in my car, but it was, like, mid, it was, like, midday, and so I didn't think he was going to be drunk or anything. And he was kind of quiet, and he had a, a hoodie on, and he had a backpack, and I was like, okay, he's like, hey, can we stop at Albertsons? And I was like, sure. 
So I we stop it. We stop at Albertson, and then and he's like, and he's like, he's like, uh, I'm gonna be really fast. Can you just park right here, and I'll just run in and then run out. No, <laughs> this all sounds bad. Yeah, and I was like, and I was like, oh, all right, all right, cool, cool. And uh, and so the, he so he runs in, and literally like two minutes later, he comes out, and he's got a different. Maybe he didn't have the hoodie on at first, and then he has the hoodie on, and he has the backpack on this now. And I'm like, okay. So he gets in the car, and I'm like, man, that really was fast. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I didn't. I knew exactly what I wanted. And then we drive like really far, um, you know, from like the other side of town. Um, you can kind of think of it like Eugene to Springfield, not like that's a far distance. But yeah. Like that you know it was like enough that well, you know there was some time that passes, and he's on the phone with someone, and um, he's talking about. He's obviously going to going somewhere to get drugs and i'm like oh okay interesting like this is an interesting conversation and uh, he's and he's trying to like he's trying to be secretive about it like i'm not gonna understand what he's talking about <laughs> and, you know he's like if i could get two that would be that would be great and then it's like it's just obvious that he's trying to hide it but it's funny so then i drop him off and he like he's like telling me to go this kind of back way and so i end up in this alleyway and I drop him off, and he's like, hey, can you wait here for me? And oh, like, my oh, my God. God. <laughs> That's weird. Like, and I'm pretty, and I'm pretty, like, amicable. Like, I'll, I'll just be like, sure, you know, I don't care. Yeah. And I was, I was, but I feel, I felt super naive in this, this situation. And so then I, I'm like, sure, if, but if I get another ride, I'm going to dip. And he's like, all right, all right, fine. And so I'm waiting there, and he walks halfway down this alleyway, and then he sees this shopping cart, and then he stops, and he, like, looks at me. And then he like looks back to the shopping cart, and he, he makes a decision. He puts his backpack down and opens up his backpack and pulls and starts pulling out liquor bottles that still have the like the, the security top on them. Oh and my. so then he starts breaking breaking off the security tops on the, the shopping cart. So he used me as a getaway driver. That's oh. what he was doing in the Albertsons. He went into the Albertsons, stole a bunch of liquor, and then came out and got into the car. And then was like, that's why he was like, can you just wait here and I'll be right in and come back. And I was like, oh what? And I, I was so bummed. And like, I, 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 so I left immediately. <laughs> I was bummed. And I was like, thought about calling the cops on this kid. Just like, I didn't want to get in trouble. Yeah, and, yeah. And so, but I do know that if you give somebody a one star rating, they can, they'll never, they won't match you with them yeah. anymore. So I, that's what I did. I gave, and I, I just put, this is a really sketchy kid and his, I rated him that way. I'm like, he you used know, me as a getaway I want to get in trouble, trouble. I know, because you don't want to say too much because then you're like, like incriminating yourself. Incriminating yourself. Dang it, Ian, that's so good. <laughs> oh my God. What, you were going to say something, what? I don't know. You forgot? Yeah. <laughs> you said you had a question for us again? Oh yeah, so I, I've always thought about this as um, just like as a male driver. Like I, I've I've had some situations where <clears throat> I felt like slightly unsafe because I had like this really big drunk dude get in my car one time, and he was like really intimidating, and he was on that like on tilt, you know, when somebody's like that drunk, yeah, and like you don't know what you may say that could. And I was like, yeah. as a as a man who felt unsafe, like I can't imagine being a female that do, does this job, like yeah. is. Uh, and I was just curious about how you how you how you two manage that if it's like a thing that you think about or go okay. for it. It happens. It does happen, and that's actually we talked a little bit about that. It depends on the vibe, so you kind of just got to feel it out and see where they're at. And I've been super apologetic at times and almost like sadly passive because I didn't know and it seemed to be the safest route and I'm not normally that what do you mean by that like oh you know just totally catering to whatever because if there was any kind of hesitation on my end or if there was any kind of you know um 
not kickback, but if I were to disagree with them in any way that they could get escalate or they could escalate really yeah. quickly and so it, it's just easier to play dumb and be like oh yes of course ha ha right 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 trying not to like crap, poke the which bear I, yeah yeah so i've done that and then um other times like my haunches are up and i'm like sitting straight up in the car and i'm like i'm gonna fight you i don't fight and i <laughs> terrible and honestly wouldn't know like, what to I do could, like <laughs> flail my arms around and maybe hit something, but that oh is not even going to happen. But, yeah, no, it does. I mean, you definitely have those passengers that you are on alert and you do feel it. But there's also been times when I've rolled up and I'm like, no, this feels, this does, none of this feels right. And I'm out. Yeah, she's actually been really good about, um, like, canceling rides when she doesn't feel comfortable, which I still have not yet done. Although I need to do that more. Like, I just had to do, like I told you, that guy that was super drunk with his pants down and shit. <laughs> But I was like, um, I should have canceled that. <laughs> but um, no, so I am. I feel like I put off a really like if a guy is like I said, I'm uncomfortable with with frat guys, uh, and I'm uncomfortable with multiple frat guys. Not like if one frat guy is in the car or there's two, but I'm really uncomfortable with with uh, multiple frat guys. And the thing about it is that I put off a really strong vibe that I'm uncomfortable, but not in a weak way. Like I will, I will. Yeah, I will unleash the beast as well, and that's I. That's how I am, Ian. I swear, I'm just gonna go down swinging. Like that's how I feel. (laughs) Like I'm going down swinging as hard as I can. (laughs) Someone's getting a black eye. I don't know, but it's like we. I. That's how I literally like. I was telling Amelia when there's certain things I feel uncomfortable with. Like I don't like men to sit behind me, like, directly behind me. I don't like women. I don't like anyone to sit directly behind me. And when they do, I, like, lean forward. I don't even, like, I won't sit back in my chair. Because I, I have, like, a thing about someone coming behind me and, like, grabbing me. What you about know? Tickler? The Tickler, dude! <laughs> okay, so the Tickler guy, there was a vibe with him, too, but he was really nice. I was not worried about him. Okay, let me explain. She just said that like it was something. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I do have... I. I carry mace. Do you have mace? No. You don't have mace? No. You're going to need some mace. Why don't you have mace? I got blow pops. You've got blow pops? Yeah. It doesn't work the same. <laughs> oh my God. Well, you have lollipops? Yes. <laughs> She's trying to sweeten them into being nice. Like, it's okay. Little bear. <laughs> I mean, you know. Mace. That's a, that's, I, a, that's a strategy. Yeah. <laughs> that's one way. So Do you have anything protective like that, Ian? Like mace or anything? No, no. You know, I think I might if I if Santa Barbara. It's like the only the, the worst of it is is uh, college kids really, and they're just like yeah. super drunk. I mean, I do get some drunk people, but but I don't. Uh, I've never really had like a safety issue. Um, I'm, I'm trying ex- to think. For one time. Yeah, that I'm trying to think. We had that's who's that is who, the bulk of our business is college students here too, and that's generally uh, when they are jacked up is when they're drunk. Um, I mean, I've had some guys who, you know, who was really who scares. Actually, beside the frat boys, older, older men who are drunk together. Like there's four homies that haven't seen each other in five years, and they're all here for the game. Those dudes are rowdy and they are aggressive. Yes, those I don't like. I don't like them, and I will be that super passive person with those guys. You will be? Oh yes. Really? Oh yeah. They want like the vibe is like yeah no no. Okay, what were you saying, Ian? Uh, well, it's funny because, you know, to be completely honest, my least favorite type of person to pick up is um, 
bachelorette parties, groups of four. <laughs> because they, because when they if you if I get them in the morning, they're just kind of like, hey, what's going on? Oh, you know, they talk. But if they're drunk, it's a whole di- like. And, and I can I mean I have at several points I have felt like not I mean not physically but like verbally assaulted <laughs> yeah. by, and, sexually it, it's, it's the same type of thing it's yeah like you, you get people drunk and in groups you know and then they're like and then they're like oh my god you're cute can I kiss your head and I'm just like no no you can't do any of that please leave me alone please don't talk to me like I'll turn up the music real high then they'll start singing that'll kind of get them to like Calm down and not, not redirecting. You're redirecting the group. Yeah, yeah, man. You gotta try to like. You know, I was you gotta manage. I was just gonna ask if people sexually like come I at you in any way. To know have you, have either of you had yeah any sexual harassment or sexual weirdness or just that guy who wanted to kiss me. The guy who wanted to kiss me and then the tickler. I'll talk about the tickler after. Yeah. Ian, have you had? <laughs> no, no never, so weird never anything tickler. like never anything very aggressive. But, but like I will say, it's it's like just a very common thing for it, it kind of has to be a group of four so it has to be a group of four hmm. bachelorette parties and they're just like it's like you they have to be they're like it, tur- it flips a switch it's like they're playing a part right like they're playing like the wild bachelorette party drunk part and so and they, they will get kind of flirty and you're in co- close spaces and, and stuff I mean yeah. nothing nothing crazy but definitely so no one's touched you and people have asked well, to kiss your head which is hilarious definitely <laughs> yeah. but like nothing like overly you know like you know, touching my head and touching my arm I'm like yo don't touch me I'm driving the car <laughs> <laughs> I will kill us all if you keep yeah. messing with Stop me <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things this is why Nice things. <laughs> but, so, um, okay, so I guess the guy I had, who we keep calling the tickler, it sounds so weird when you say it's not, he wasn't tickling me really, but so I had a guy in the car and he was sitting next to me, which is another pet peeve, like sit in the back seat. Oh, I but, thought he was in the back seat. No, okay. girl, he was right next to me. And we were, I was taking him to a Halloween party and he had a Halloween mask. And he was talking to me, but I, he was jumping all over the place, but he was funny. So it was funny. And so we were talking. And so ever so often, he would just put like the tips of his fingers onto my shoulder and like tickle me like. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I don't, every time he did it, I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> what? Did you do drive my car? Uh, uh, okay. Like you're tickling my shoulder, dude. Like what's going on? <laughs> But because we were, like, having fun and we were, like, both laughing back and forth and, like, talking, it was random and didn't make any sense when he would just, like, with the tips of his finger, tickle my shoulder. (laughs) So, so when I dropped him off, he was like, you are the best Lyft driver ever. You're so beautiful and, like, so funny and, like... Oh, we should go out. We should totally go out. I'm taking you on a date. That's me and you. We're doing it. I'm like, you're at your destination. (laughs) And he was like, oh, oh, right. Oh, you are the best. You're the best. He's like, oh, God, I'm so high on acid right now. But it's fine. It's totally fine. Okay, see ya. I'm like, bye, dude. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) But... He wasn't threatening to me at all. Like, he was hilarious to me. And the tickling on the shoulder, I don't know what it was about, but I think he probably, like, saw something glittery after he told me he was high on acid afterwards. I was like, oh, there must have been something funny on my shoulder. He was like, he was like, he was funny. But anyway, that was my tickler, dude. So that, and that was just, um, 
that was just like on Halloween actually or a couple have days ago. you had any either of you have you had any of the spiritual ones where like it's almost like you were meant to ride together that very moment that very day have you had any of those connection rides? <laughs> Damn, that's deep. No. It is. Oh, my gosh. I, you know, I mean, I, my woo-woo goes deep. So I've definitely had some, uh, you know, so we we don't need to veer into the astrology of it all. But, like, but I, I, I look at the moon. I look at where the moon is in the, in the sky every so, like, I, and so I'll, if and I tend to feel like I have more interesting conversations on certain times where, like, the moon's in whatever phase or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so it's. And, and so I, I have had some uh, some some conversations or some things like, you know, I'll be thinking about something for school and then all of the conversations mm-hmm. that I have kind of tend towards whatever I'm thinking about. Now, that might be just because that's what I've been thinking about. But right. sometimes I'll be like, I'll be like, you know, like one time I was thinking about uh, giving a lecture about um, the kind of the idea that we should always question everything. Right. Like mm-hmm. be, there's like there's we always talk as if everything is certain but we don't know anything and um, and so i was give, i was thinking about how to talk about black holes because 75 years ago we didn't know we didn't think black holes existed and now we know that they're the center of the thing. and then a guy got in my car that was going to a conference who was like a, he was like uh getting or he was a, had his doctorate in physics and studied black holes and i was like what? oh okay what? cool uh, yeah synchronicity yeah so have you had yeah. i'm try, now i'm trying to think about yep. i know a couple women who i was like that was a connection, but go ahead. So there was there was one uh, where it was just one of those days where I was feeling very relaxed, and when I feel very relaxed, I'm a little more open to a lot of things, and so I pick up this woman, and she was visibly, it was like a Sunday afternoon, and she was tired, she had just gotten off work, and she just seemed a little, you know, worn down, and so we're talking, and I'm using my work work, you know, <laughs> techniques, open-ended questions, and whatnot, and just within our conversation... Um, she she just seemed to be resonating with you know just simple things that I was saying it was just niceties but it was also being receptive and open right. repeating what she was saying and whatnot, and like, honoring and acknowledging her and she's like you know I really needed to meet you today and you have no idea how much and how much you've changed me in this moment so thank you for that and it was just one of those moments where you're just like yay it's a magic moment yeah so there's a lot of those too those magic rides where you just you end up meeting your best friend for three minutes and then you drop (laughs) him off and you never see him again yeah true story right fun those are good um i'm trying to think of i don't know i I feel like sometimes I'm so guarded that, like, yeah, yeah I've been, you know, it's Mercury, ret- like, you're talking about astrology, I'm like, it's Mercury retrograde, I'm thinking about a lot of stuff, I'm reassessing, <laughs> I'm reviewing, <laughs> and I'm really rigid about, like, rules, I have a lot of rules, you know what I mean? And I don't know why, because I don't, in my daily, I feel like I don't, l- like, I don't stick to rules ever, but I have a lot of rules, it's very weird, but anyway, <laughs> I'm always breaking, I'm like the first one to be like, how do we do that? Let's not do it that way, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like the first person to be like, I'm not doing it that way. But yet, I have a ton of rules myself. So, um, it feels like when I'm in my car, I'm very on when someone gets in the car. Like, it's I'm one of those people, it's not fake, but it's on. Like, as soon as they get out the car, I'm like, okay, I'm moving on. Like, I, I it's like I did that thing while I was with them, and then it turns off as soon as they leave that car. So, I've had some of those conversations where I'm like, oh, I wish I could ride with them mm-hmm. longer, you know, mm-hmm. or... Um, or having like 
an actual genuine conversation with someone where I'm like actually wondering like oh what do you think about that like and it goes back and forth and so there's just that chemistry between people yep yeah I've definitely picked up on that it's it's generally um, during the day no drink no drinking no drunkenness you know <laughs> you know yeah and I, I can't really say whether or not it was like you like you were paying attention to the moon phases and you're like having those feelings and I don't I don't think I pay attention to when and why but I just know that when the person's in the car and we're having this connection I know that I'm feeling differently about talking to this person versus the on thing I do when someone's just in the car you know so have, so have either of you made any friends that like have that have gone out of the the car into the real world uh, I've met a couple young girls from the U of O, black girls, who were like, oh my god, I want to know you more, and they become, like, friends with on Facebook and stuff. Oh, like, yeah, but not, like, not friends, because they're young. They're, like, college kids, like, 22, 20 years old. But um, they have, we've made connections outside in that way. I'm like, oh, you gotta go to the NAACP, or oh, you gotta come over here, because this is where you can get this done, or, you know, like, we've done that kind of thing. But not, like, where I've met someone... And wanted to hang out with him. Although tickly shoulder guy wanted to know me more. <laughs> and I, and for, until he told me he was super high on acid, I always, I almost was like, we should totally like kick it. But then I'm like, oh, you're an acid. You don't even remember me tomorrow. Like, I, see you later. You know, have a good time, dude. But no, I've not made any connections like that. Have you made any connections? Yeah, I've had a lot of missed opportunities. Actually, we were talking about this actually last last night. Yeah, last night. Uh, We've had opportunities. People have been like, turn off, come out with us, come hang out yes. with us. And we've had that actually a couple times. Yeah. I'm speaking for both of us. but No, what we have, you're right. So um, <laughs> there, I've been invited to a slumber party. I've been invited to go out for <laughs> drinks. I've been invited to dance, yeah, like all kinds of stuff. And I'm always trying to be professional and keep it professional. But sometimes I'm just, yeah, I mean, it would be kind of fun. I just don't know where the boundary lies and if that is okay because rules... I get worried about that. But um, I did. There was one person, an individual guy, uh, who I was interested in. And he was putting it out there. And I'm just an idiot and didn't pick up on it all that well. And so once I did finally figure it out, um, I put I put out a missing item request that, you know, they left a quarter in the back seat. So, And I left my phone number. So if they wanted to get a hold of me, they could do that. Go ahead, girl. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get a call, but you know, I put it out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. That's so funny. We had made and a pact. And I feel like if I lost a quarter, I'd be okay with that. <laughs> but we made a pact, though. We said that if someone, and we think are cool, yes. invites either one of us out, we're going to say yes next and invite. time, invite, and then take the other person with it. Like, yep. if something happens to me, I'm going to call Amelia and say, come on, they invited me to go dancing, let's go dance. Or, or likewise, she's going to call me, just so that we're not out there by ourselves. You know what I mean? And trying something new. And trying something new. Well, so, Ian, people. do you want to join that with us? Do you want to just fly up if we have an adventure? <laughs> you want to have an adventure? Come fly. <laughs> he would never wants to come to Eugene, ever. Like, and he's my brother, and I love him, and he will not come here. <laughs> no. I come to Eugene... Only when it's absolutely necessary. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true. Absolutely, like absolutely necessary. <laughs> but what about you? Do you have any friends you met? Uh, yeah, actually, I've ha- I've had three people that I that I now know in real life for sure, and one of them uh, was was a pretty good friend. They they were another graduate student, and I was I had just started um, driving Lyft, and I had just started. Uh, I was about to start my graduate program, and they they were. Um, 
and they were like they were finishing their graduate pr- program and they were like yeah we should get coffee and we ended up being like really good buddies and we're still buddies and, um, That's and so actually, cool. that yeah really yeah cool. she's really great and she was really really helpful in some of my um my research and stuff so that was like a crazy connection um and that that's been that's been really good and then i had another kid who um i ended up doing an interview with for um for my research and he was just like this 22 year old kid and uh and he also uh what what was his deal oh he came from a community college and so he didn't have the same experience that a lot of like you know 19 20 year old kids did and so he was like looking for friends and we and and even though i'm you know 15 years older than he was um you know i was like yeah "Yeah, let's go get let's go grab coffee after we do this interview and and we stay in touch i send him stuff every now and then about things that he's seen interesting so yeah i've had some some that's cool uh, yeah Yeah. i wonder if that's it okay oh i forgot it's almost it's 12 o'clock you guys my hour is up oh this was fun (laughs) this was super fun okay well i'm gonna um we'll have to wrap it up but i will uh thank you ian for like preemptive seriously last mi- like for real <laughs> not even last minute. like last second you want to join us heck yeah so thank you for doing that ian of course um yeah and we and i you know i'm gonna be calling you more we gotta uh, set up some more interviews i have the next couple of weeks i have some really interesting interviews i got Ooh. looked up from from virginia a guy who's writing a book and he, um, we'll talk about it more. Obviously, I'll advertise it more. You guys t- keep a lookout for it. Uh, it's talking about black culture versus hip hop culture. Mm-hmm. And he's, he wrote a book on it and we are going to talk about it. And it should be really, really good. I'm going to talk. You should, you should tell him to look up, uh, something that Vince Staples said about that because he thinks that black culture is hip hop culture and that it's just being appropriated by white culture, white American capitalist society. He's oh. a really, it's a really interesting thing. So yeah, Vince Staples. You know what? It's interesting because I thought about, it's funny because I thought about you and I thought about one other person who would have loved to have this conversation with this man and his point is that it is absolutely not the same thing. Like hip hop culture is not black culture, so it's interesting. So we're gonna have we're gonna go back and forth a little bit, and I and I, we already had a conversation. I always have pre conversations, and we kind of went back and forth, and we have some juxtaposed nice. opinions, and so it's gonna be really good. I, I I'm excited about it. But anyway, so thank you so much, Ian, for joining in. I'm gonna let you go, and then we're gonna wrap up the show, and I will talk to you soon. Sounds good. All right, talk to you later. Bye. Bye. So that was it, Amelia. We did it. Thank you so much for coming and listening and uh, check out my podcast, Black Girl from Eugene, on any platform podcast uh, can be heard. Also, um, we are... Why is this doing that? Okay. And um, we, of course, I'll be here again next week. Amelia is my, like, one of my favorite guests to have on. So you will see her again and again. Get used to the lovely face. Get used to her voice. Um, I love having you here. You really bring the energy. Oh, yay. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. All right, you guys. Back to your regularly scheduled programming. (laughs) Uh, Let me do this right here. Bye, Eugene. Bye, Eugene. Good morning.